from the creator of the award-winning Remarkable Results Radio Podcast. Now, listen to a slice of wisdom, a concept, a sentiment, a theory, and maybe even a rant from one of your industry colleagues. For the record... Hello, Carm Capriato here, and so glad to have you here at the banquet of the spoken word. Welcome to For the Record, episode 14, with Bill Nalu from Interstate Auto Care in Madison Heights, Michigan. Hey, don't forget about the books page on the website, where you'll find links to all the books we talk about on the Remarkable Results in Town Hall Academy podcast. It's easy to add them to your collection, right there on the page, remarkableresults.biz slash books. Also find the $1,000 challenge from Todd Westerlin from Gakui in Town Hall Academy, episode 85. Now, that was part three of the 21 Tips series. This is time sensitive, so if you're listening a year out, this incredible offer will most likely be over. Now for a slice of Bill Naylor's passion as he asks, are you willing to be a messenger for our industry? Find the talking points and links to Bill's previous episodes at remarkableresults.biz slash F014. You know, the views and opinions expressed are those of my guest and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the author, sponsors, associates, or affiliates of LSTN Media, LLC. Hey, For the Record is sponsored by the Remarkable Results Radio Podcast, where Mike Nicholson says, I encourage people I know in the industry to take some time and harvest some of the fruits these podcasts have to deliver for not just personal growth, but for the growth of our industry. Hey, thanks, Mike. Now, here's Bill Nalu for the record. Well, hey, everybody. This is Bill Nalu from Interstate Auto Care in Madison Heights, Michigan. So my rant, here is my rant, I guess. Let me give you some, some uh, background information on sort of where I'm coming from here. At about eight years old, the last time I remember this thought, and I've told this story many times before, but I think it's just... Uh, it's something that has defined my life for better or for worse. I think for better. Uh, but uh, at eight years old, I remember people, this is, I was uh, of uh, uh, Arabic heritage. So I, I was born in Iraq and uh, I'm sitting there and there's 20 or 30 people gathered in a room. And there is a, a cousin of my father's who's visiting from America. And he's describing this, this mythical land, this America, as this place where the streets are lined with gold. Well, fast forward about uh, 30, 40 years later, and uh, we finally immigrate to America in 1975, September of 1975. We uh, get to the airport in Detroit, and I look, and I'm going, where's the gold here? All I see is potholes and cold weather. And uh, not until I, I was uh, at the ripe old age of, uh, in my 30s at that point, did I one day reflect and think of how incredible this American experience is, how 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 unique, how exceptional we are to live in a country where you can open a business with literally no money in your pocket. And that drives my success, I think, every single day uh, that I've been doing this for, for something like 30 years now, it drives my success. And what I'm getting at is, is that we are in a, uh, America is this incredible land. And this industry is much, much, much like that. And that is that you walk up to this imaginary shelf it used to be that we had only one option. It used to be that you had uh, a Model T and it would only come in, in black. And that's the way it was going to be until one day that changed. And now you look at our industry. And so sometimes what we run into is, is what I've, I've mentioned this many times before, and that is that we, we somehow discount context at the price of content. We're in this content-rich world where we have content providers bragging about the, the content. Uh, 
And I think if we don't apply context to every piece of content that we allow into our busier than ever lives, then I think that is to our detriment of business owners. And it's, a, it's certainly a detriment uh, to us as an industry. And so that's sort of um, what drives me. This is what I want to give back to this industry that has given me so much. I mean, I think about us, Carm, and you know, we met, what, three years ago. And um, how far you've come. Look at the, the, the context that you rightfully, proudly hold in this industry because of the content you put out. I just can't thank you enough. I, I can brag to, uh, to folks in our industry the fact that I know hundreds and hundreds of people. And if it hadn't been for that blessed day of going to uh, uh, NACE in Detroit and having met you and having just stood up and said something that was of value, enough of value for you to approach me to, for us to be able to, to start this relationship, I don't know where I would be. I probably wouldn't be in this industry anymore. I'm not exaggerating when I tell you that because it was a frustrating, mind-altering, bending uh, paralysis. You know, we've heard of this... Uh, We've heard of this term, analysis paralysis. Um, but what about content paralysis? Walking up to that shelf, seeing all those different, you know, how many different aspirins can I choose from at that Rite Aid, right? How many different control arms and how many different set of brake pads? How do I pick through all of this crap? It's just mind altering. People come from another country and they look at, you know, the supermarket going, Holy crap. Oh my God, are you guys lucky? But they don't understand what that does when you have to choose. And then I guess that leads me to this next idea that I had about choice. And that is that this paralysis causes us to not to move. And we think that not moving is a move not made. Do we really believe that? Do we really think that not making a move isn't a move in and of itself? That, that choosing not to choose isn't the choice to not move nonetheless. Who are we kidding here? And so this is, uh, this is more than sort of a, uh, a rant here. This is a little bit of a confessional. If there's one weakness I have as a CEO is that I've got all of these balls up in the air and I'm enjoying, you know, being the guy that's just got all this. Look at this. I haven't dropped a single ball yet, but, the fact of the matter is, uh, you know, the, fa the fact of the matter is, is that we, we can just sometimes we, we just sort of sit there and sort of rest on our laurels and say, well, look at what I've accomplished. Uh, and yet there's just way too much going on all at the same time. And, and, I, and I can sit here and I'm, I'm, I can say, you know, I, I haven't wrenched in, in years, so I'm proud of that. And I can sit here and I can say, well, you know, I got my way through college doing this and I've got a degree in business. But there's so much more to go. There's so much more to learn along the way. And that is, I guess, that is my, my, my confession. That is my invitation to the rest of this industry. And that is, I've said this before, get involved. Superman isn't coming to save the day. You are a Superman. You know, let me be the messenger to say to you that I have a message for you. And the message is that you, in, you in fact, are the messenger. What do you have to say about the industry that you fought so hard for and, and, and with blood, sweat, and tear so far? 
where is your contribution beyond the four walls of your business? Are you willing to take this into your community? Are you willing to take this into your, your, your high school? Are you willing to take this to the trade school? Are you willing to invite customers into your waiting room and explain to them the value of the relationship? Are you willing to, to help uh, demystify this ridiculous lie that somehow because you are a quality provider of goods and services over the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years, that you are in fact the least expensive service provider in your trade, in your, in your, mar- in your trade zone, in your market. Stop letting people tell those lies. Uh, I can't remember who it was that just posted something about places that post for things for half off. Half of what? What are we talking about? That's content. Give me the context of that. And the fact that we would be what would allow consumers out there to take this moral high ground that they're looking to save money. Well, we are. We are here to save them money. And it's called a relationship value proposition. This is what it's all about. Get involved, people. Thanks for listening to For the Record from Remarkable Results Radio. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening app. Find all Remarkable Results podcast content at RemarkableResults.biz. Remember, your learning curve never sounded so good.